0: Welcome to Grace to Gather podcast. At Grace to Gather, our goal is to foster the art of hospitality in such a way that we are building community, strengthening marriages and families, serving one another, and most importantly, creating an atmosphere where deeper relationships can thrive. Now please join us for this week's episode with Damon and Neva. Hi, I'm Damon.
1: And I'm Neva. Welcome to Grace to Gather.
0: Yes, welcome back to uh, the season finale of season five. We're excited to get into what we want to talk about today. Um, but first, Neva, what's been uh, what's been going on?
1: Well, um, I think we went from summer to winter this week. I think it's all I think we're having um, just kind of the whole change of season over the course of about five days. We were in the high 80s. A couple of days ago and um now we've got some days of very heavy rain and then it's going to be cold then we're going to be in the uh 50s with like freezing nighttime temperatures and so it's just all of a sudden you know we're it's going to change yeah
0: yeah somebody told me before we moved here that in kansas you go from uh from air conditioning to heater like almost overnight um and you don't really understand that until you live here right. <laughs> experience it because the change is like abrupt. Um, but yeah, <laughs> it is,
1: it is abrupt. And so I think we always feel like we don't have enough time. So we, you know, it's, it's because it happens so fast. Yeah. And so, you know, we're going through our list of things that we need to get done, um, in the fall. And then all of a sudden it's like, Oh my gosh, you know, we need to start thinking about having the, the, um, fireplace cleaned out and making sure that the, Taps are ready to be turned off. And you know, there's just winterization
0: right, yeah. that
1: needs to happen fast. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So it's just, it's a, it's a kind of a quick change uh, of, of one pace into the pace of another uh, as we uh, get ready for, for winter. And um, thankfully, you know, winter in Kansas is only three months. It doesn't really start to get real cold until uh, almost uh, January. Um, and so we're, we look forward to the, the quietness that that brings um, in, in our life.
1: Well, and I think that that, you know, it's one thing as we wrap up this season of the podcast, it it also shifts, you know, what our life looks like a little bit because we're not having to record as often. I mean, it changes because we have to build a little more content for um, Grace to Gather, but it also relaxes our time some. So I think for us, I mean, for me anyways, I feel like although we're coming upon the hustle and bustle of the holidays, I feel like we also are um, kind of moving into a place where we have a little more time, a little more space. Um, our calendars don't look quite so full, and that is always really nice.
0: Yeah, and and less less to do around the farm uh, throughout the winter, which is which is uh, a nice nice break from our usual hectic uh, lifestyle. Um, but uh, and then also the this week, this last weekend, we we um, had we talked about it. Before that we were able to host our traveling musician friends, the techas. Uh And we had a great time. It was a great evening of, of family and friends and music and food. Um, and had all different types of chili and, and just had a, had a really awesome time. Everybody super enjoyed it.
1: It was really fun. It was funny because, you know, when you host events regularly, <clears throat> you get a pretty good idea of what you need food-wise. And I... Um, had a plan on what what I needed to have prepared and you came in and you're like gosh are you sure this is enough I don't feel like this is going to be enough and you kind of got me thinking like oh my gosh we're going to run out of food and I'm I don't you know that I never want to run out of food I always want more than enough food for everybody so I kind of started feeling like oh gosh what are we going to do do I need to make more do I need to amp it up and um, we did a chili feed and literally we have been eating chili now for about five days four days five i don't days. know
0: and then and then she just put like eight containers of it in the freezer yes so,
1: so um <laughs> so all that to say i won't listen to you in the future when it comes to my food preparation well, because usually,
0: usually i'm the one that's telling you to, to cut back and and I know, uh, this I year know. this year for some reason i didn't think there was going to be enough there but. was more than enough we had more than
1: enough food more than enough um yeah. of everything but um Okay, well, I don't know if you heard me say that, but the holidays are around the corner.
0: Yeah.
1: How are you feeling about that? Because it feels like this just happens so fast.
0: Yeah, it, it uh when you're busy, I think it kind of sneaks up on you a little bit, but uh, I'm I'm excited for it. I'm excited this year for uh the, the whole family's going to be together again for Christmas and and uh looking forward to to that. It was we they they were all here last year as well and and we had a really fantastic time. So.
1: Yeah, no, I think it's going to be really mm-hmm. fun. I know I'm always trying to get more organized um, sooner before we get, you know, to the holidays. And so I'm, I'm working on that. I'm planning on sharing some tips on Instagram. So keep an eye out for that just on how to, um, you know, just help um, organize and plan and prepare for the holidays in such a way that you can still be um, at peace and enjoying the season and the time as opposed to in a frenzy, which I know sometimes we can get in a frenzy and then it's very chaotic.
0: Yeah. And we talked about that before, how the, 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 the world and media and all that kind of stuff really kind of amps you up when, when it, when it should be a, a time uh, of uh, rest and enjoy enjoyment uh, and, and spending time with family and, and uh, focusing on the things that really matter as opposed to uh, everything that the, that uh, the media tells you that, you should be focusing on. So um, we hope that you were able to relax into that and, uh, and really enjoy time with your family uh, this, this, this uh, holiday season.
1: Okay. So now we're going to just talk about wrapping up season five. This has been just really, um, I think a fun season for us, um, like we've shared multiple times, it wasn't really something that we, when we started Grace Together, this wasn't something that we had on our mind, but we feel like um, the Lord put it on our mind, and it's been very timely.
0: Yes, so we spent um, we spent a lot of time in the second and third chapters of the book of Acts, and where uh, they talk about the, the, the very first, you know, Christian community, and how it was formed, and, and what Um, all was involved in that. And some of the things that we talked about uh, this season were uh, they were together in one place. The Holy Spirit brought a crowd. The Holy Spirit enabled them to be bold enough to stand. Um, The last days started a long time ago. Rest in hope, the promise, community in one accord, times of refreshment, Last week we talked about the name of Jesus, and finally today we're going to talk about no needy people. And we see in, we're going to read Acts, uh, the end of Acts chapter 2, and they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching, and to fellowship, to the breaking of bread and, and prayers. And awe came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were being done through the apostles. And all who believed were together, and had all things in common." And they were selling their possessions and belongings and distributing the proceeds to all as any had need. And day by day, attending the temple together and breaking bread in their homes, they received their food with glad and generous hearts, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to their number day by day those who were being saved. And what really kind of stuck out to me in in that is, is generous hearts. They had, the Lord gave them generous hearts and... And the definition of generous is showing a readiness to give more of something, as in money or time, than is strictly necessary or expected. When you when you think about success in life, the biblical view and the world views are are quite opposite. You know, the biblical view of success is encompassed in giving yourself away, giving away of your time and resources, uh, which is quite the opposite of the world's view, which is to gain as much wealth as possible. But what good is it to gain the whole world, yet lose your soul? And uh, in Matthew chapter 6, Jesus tells us, Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth, where moths and vermin destroy, and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where moths and vermin do not destroy, and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. You just can't outgive God.
1: When you go back to this passage of Scripture in Acts, um, it really gets into what it looks like to be generous and what it looks like to be a people that care for each other. So in this episode, No Needy People, um, I think there's a couple of things that I want to point to in Acts chapter 2, and one of them is that at the beginning it says, and they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to the fellowship to the breaking of bread and prayers, and so what we see right there is actually um, a reference to communion. So they were coming together, and they were taking communion together, and um, and spending time in prayer. And so you see at the very beginning of this passage that they're they're starting with um, taking care of their spiritual needs,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I think that you know in our in our society. Um, it can be very easy for us to not even think about having spiritual needs, let alone recognizing that when we put our spiritual needs first, that everything flows out of that mm-hmm. if we allow it to. And then it goes on to verse 45. It says, And they were selling their possessions and belongings and distributing the proceeds to all as any had a need. And so we see that they were, you know, being sure to take care of of all of the physical needs Mm -hmm. of of their group of believers. But then it goes on to say, and day by day, attending to the temple together and breaking bread in their homes, they receive their food with glad and generous hearts. And so then we see that they they move on to hospitality. They move on to um, caring for each other emotionally and, um, you know, taking those steps to have a relationship with each other and to encourage each other and to be there for each other. And so you really see in this passage that um, it points very much to multiple types of needs. And so a lot of the time, you know, we think needy people and it's really easy for us to think of people that are, you know, just purely poor. They, they have no assets or um, resources, and so when we're helping the needy, you know, we're we're writing a check or we're dropping off food at the food bank or you know, whatever it is we're we're helping the needy. But the reality is that um we're really called to meet each other's needs. Not just one of them.
0: Right. Right.
1: But all of them.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and, and that really points to um several years ago, um Neva kinda had a had a word from the Lord that, you know, it said uh, he said to her, feed my people. And she shared that with me. And then we, we prayed about that and we're like, what does that, you know, what does that mean? And, and the Lord really took us to uh, Jesus' conversation with Peter. When he asked Peter, he said, Peter, do you love me? And Peter re- responded, yes. And he said, well, then feed my lambs. And he asked him a second time, said, Peter, do you love me? And Peter said, yes, I love you. He said, then feed my sheep. And uh, and then he asked him a third time, Peter, do you love me? And Peter's kind of hurtling, you know, kind of with hurt feelings said, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Basically, why are you still asking me this? And Jesus replied, Then feed my sheep. And, you know, we, we just kinda of dug into that and and really what I think he was talking about was, you know, feed feed my people physically, feed my people spiritually, and feed my people emotionally. And that that's kind of what we've been trying to do uh, with the Grace Together podcast and with the 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 Marriage Minute and the other social media that we put out there is to 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 do just that.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, and so going to Peter, this is um Peter, chapter four verses um, this is actually uh, I believe one through eleven, and this is the message. It's a little bit long, but it's really good. It says, "Since Jesus went through everything you're going through and more." Learn to think like him. Think of your sufferings as a weaning from that old sinful habit of always expecting to get your own way. Then you'll be able to live out your days free to pursue what God wants instead of being tyrannized by what you want. You've already put in your time in that God ignorant way of life, partying night after night, a drunken and profligate life. Now it's time to be done with it for good. Of course, your old friends don't understand why you don't join in with the old gang anymore, but you don't have to give an account to them. They're the ones who will be called on the carpet and before God Himself. Listen to the message. It was preached to those believers who are now dead, and yet even though they died, just as all people must, they will still get in on the life that God has given in Jesus. Everything in the world is about to be wrapped up. So take nothing for granted. Stay wide awake in prayer, most of all, love each other as if your life depends on it. Love makes up for practically anything. Be quick to give a meal to the hungry, a bed to the homeless, cheerfully. Be generous with the different things that God gave you, passing them around so all get in on it. If words, let it be God's word. If help, let it be God's hearty help. That way, God's bright presence will be evident in everything through Jesus. And he'll get all of the credit as the one mighty in everything. Encores to the end of time. Oh, yes.
0: Oh, I love the way that I love the way they say that in the message. Great. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it's really good. of The message. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so I just want to bring us back to hospitality, which is really everything that we've been talking about today. Um And the definition of hospitality, as we've shared many, many times, is the friendly and generous reception and entertainment of guests, visitors, or strangers. So as I was reading through um, 1 Peter 4 today, I um, went back to verse 4-9, and I read it through multiple different versions of the Bible. And the 1599 Geneva Version says, Be ye harborous one to another without grudging. And I thought, okay, you know, I mean, that's a different word. Mm-hmm. Not overly familiar with harboris. Um, I mean, I could maybe piece together what the root word is and what it comes from, but I just found it interesting. So I went to look for the definition of it. And the definition of "harborous" is welcoming and offering hospitality. So, you know, you go back to 1500s, and and that would have been a known way to express um, the word hospitality. But the root word of "harborous" is "harbor," which means safe haven or a place of security and comfort. And again, I just really I loved um, the vision that 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 gives you. You know, not only are you um, being friendly and generous and receptive to your guests who might be visitors or strangers, but you're also offering a safe haven for them. You're offering a place of security and comfort, a place that they can just come and be. And um, I think that's such a great visual. And it just goes with both of those passages of scriptures that we've read so well. And I mean, really I think that's what our desire is. Our heart is always that when someone comes and spends time at our home, that they would leave feeling like those things have been extended to them.
0: Yes, absolutely. That, that's totally our heart. And um, I mean, even though, you know, we sometimes feel like, you know, our home is, you know, is, is messy, you know, we live on a farm and it's not by any means perfect whatsoever. Um, I mean, the overwhelming response when, when people come and, and, and spend time here uh, over a meal or whatever, when they leave, they just, they, they always say, thank you. I, we love your home. It, it it felt so nice to be here, and so it's we we've worked really hard to create an atmosphere that is welcoming, that is safe, that is um, um, uh, intimate at times. You know, so that we can get to have deeper relationships. I mean, that's one of the core values of, of Grace Together is, is is building deeper relationships with people, and 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 hopefully we we are successful um, at that and uh, and teaching others to 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 do the same thing, to, to build atmospheres with around their table and in their home where deeper relationships can thrive.
1: Well, and I, I really, you know, like going back to just what you were talking about, um, as far as, as wealth goes and the idea that we have about wealth, it was funny last night, um, I was scrolling through Facebook and I ran across a real estate listing and, um, I told David, I said, okay, well I found our next home and it was, a, um, almost 10,000 square foot house on 37 acres with, um, a two bedroom, two bath guest house. And I mean, it just had everything. It was, it was, you know, it was just like this huge, beautiful, it, it actually was brand new. So it was still, they were wrapping up construction on this house and, um, and it's close to us. It's only like 15 minutes away from us. And I'm like, okay, Hey, there's our house. And there's this idea that in order to, um have people into your home or in order to, you know, really um be all in with hospitality, it has to look a certain way. You have to have, you know, the wealth, you have to have the house, you mm-hmm. have to, you know, and it's like here we have, you know, we have a little four bedroom, three bath, um, tiny home. <laughs> I mean really comparatively <laughs> speaking, a few thousand square feet, couple thousand square feet, yeah. um, on five and a half acres. You know, it's it's it, but it's not about what you have. It's about who you are and it's about, you know, what you offer to people, whether you do it in a, in a you know, we're a little bigger than a tiny house, but whether you do it in a small home or whether you, you know, are blessed with a very large, you know, beautiful place that is made for hospitality, yeah. if you will, that, that isn't really what matters.
0: Right. No, no, because, because it doesn't, the, the place wasn't made for hospitality, you are. Right. You are made for hospitality.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, that's really good. I mean, yeah. and, and that's that's the bottom line, is that you are made for hospitality. And, and as we are, you know, in this place in history where the world is feeling very chaotic and we're seeing, you know, just a lot of really ugly things, it's more important than ever that we be willing to – Step out of our comfort zone and invite people into our lives. Invite people to our table so that we can encourage each other, and so that we can grow our community, and we can um, live out these principles that we see in the Bible.
0: Right? Yeah, and I, and I just want to go back to to the to Matthew six um, and just reread this scripture again because I think it's so so relevant uh, to what you know what you were just talking about is. Again, do not store up for yourselves treasures here on earth where moths and vermin destroy and where thieves break in and steal, but store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where moths and vermin do not destroy and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. And it uh, just, it just really speaks to, to, you know, like I said earlier, that the true success uh, from a biblical point of view is giving yourself away not attaining, you know, the whole world.
1: Yeah. Well, we hope you have enjoyed season five um, of the Grace to Gather podcast. We're excited and looking forward to season six of the Grace to Gather podcast. We have some ideas of what we're going to be doing in season six, but we don't want to get ahead of what the Lord has for us. And so um, keep your eye out sometime in early spring. We'll be rolling out season six. So invite someone to your table and please like and follow us on social media. Leave us a review. Leave us comments. We'd love to hear if there's anything specific that you would like us to touch on in season six on the Grace to Gather podcast. And is there anything else that you have on your mind?
0: No, just once again, uh, just we, we pray and hope that you have a wonderful, joy-filled holiday season. Uh, spending time with loved ones and family um, and, and just really focusing in on the most important things in life. Can't wait to see you again next season on Grace Together. Thank you for joining us on this journey of hospitality. Please like, follow, and share us on social media. For more information, you can also check out our website at gracetogather.com. Join us next Wednesday for another episode of the Grace to Gather podcast.